0: I remember the first time that I uh, was, like, dating somebody around Valentine's Day. I was trying to figure out, like, how do I make this romantic and meaningful and all that sort of stuff. And so I uh, got, like, a reservation at a Thai restaurant uh, in Southern California where I was living at the time. And we show up and we're dressed, like, super nice. It's like a super nice Valentine's Day, like, sort of ensemble. And... I walk into the room and it just it's like I was just like dang I think I chose the wrong spot because it was basically like it was like us on like this very first valentine's date kind of thing and then this whole other demographic of people who are like middle-aged and uh you know a lot of them with kids in tow and all of that and you know there's there's food and napkins on the floor because the kids are tossing it (laughs) everywhere and and it's just like the funniest contrast to me because here I am trying to like make this Valentine's Day impression like make it super special and then I just take us to like the most chaotic oh gosh possible space that is like full of people who are kind of like Well, I guess we should go out for Valentine's Day, huh? (laughs) You know, like that's... We have to eat today anyways.
1: (laughs) Well, did you guys have fun? Well,
0: oh yeah, it was a good time. That's good. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, my name's Matt.
1: And I'm Candice.
0: And this is Dateology.
1: We are a voice for Christian metropolitan dating.
0: Where we collect honest stories...
1: To find liberating wisdom for discovery and companionship.
0: And uh, today we have the topic, you might have already guessed it, by the day that this episode is releasing, as well as uh, what we just talked about. We're talking about Valentine's Day, which, um, you know, I feel like we've made reference to on the show before, Mm -hmm. but we've never just like... Zoomed in, zooming in on Valentine's Day, Happy Valentine's which for Day. a show about dating, it's kind of weird that we have taken this time to zoom in. I have wanted to throw a Valentine's
1: party for the last two years, maybe next year. Dateology Valentine's party, <laughs> 2021.
0: Yeah, perfect. <gasps> Sounds fun. It is my favorite holiday.
1: Uh, if if listeners, remember. it's your favorite holiday. Yes. Mhm. It is my well, favorite.
0: Well, I. W- I want to hear just at least briefly yeah what is it about Valentine's Day that makes you like consider your favorite favorite holiday? I
1: think part of it goes to like being a kid and my parents did such a good job at celebrating and we would do like um, a secret Valentine or we'd exchange like names and then the whole week leading wow. up to it you would like do someone's chore secretly or put a candy in their lunchbox Or, like, write a note on the mirror for them. Like, just really sweet things. Yeah. And then my mom in the morning would have this, like, little basket where she'd have every year, like, an I love you book that she would, like, write personal things in to make the book about, like, me and some candy. And then you go to school and kids are doing, like, Valentine's cards and there's pink and glitter everywhere. Well,
0: let's come back to that because I feel like that's... Like, I want to talk about yes. all of that stuff. So, that
1: stuff. set the but stage for my love of the holiday.
0: Five year old Candace. I love it.
1: Going to class.
0: <laughs> That's so good. So good. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about like how there's, you know, this holiday doesn't exist by accident. You know, there's history to it That's and right. reason for it. There's a reason why it's your favorite, but there's also a reason why it exists at all. That's true. And, uh, yeah. And you said that you've been like doing a little bit of research on the origins Mm -hmm. i'm so interested i've never known anything about the origins of valentine's day or who saint valentine was or anything like that like what's going on it might
1: not be all that satisfying so with most holidays (laughs) like saint patrick's day and even with christmas and santa claus um there are real people real saints behind um each of those holidays Um, But with St. Valentine, so there's actually two St. Valentine's in the third century that um, People just actually aren't sure which person it's referencing
0: Interesting Um,
1: and I think so much so that the Catholic Church has like taken St. Valentine out of like the canon um, As an official saint because the history is so unclear, but the story that I like the most is that um, during the third century this saint was getting Christians like secretly married during persecution. And then he oh, was wow. martyred for that.
0: Wow. Cause he was like secretly performing Christian marriages mm-hmm. when Christianity was outlawed basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So he was known How? as the saint of Eros.
0: Saint of Eros. Wow. <laughs> That's, I feel like, um, with this sort of, uh, you know, the, the sort of reputation that Eros has, you know, things being erotic, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I'm very surprised that there would be a saint of Eros. <laughs> then again, you know, that's like back when that word meant something different than it, sure. it feels charged with these sure. days. Like, um, man, how cool. And, and so uh, that's it fascinating. So you, you said that there's like two St. Valentines? Yeah, there Did are two you...
1: stories of people that were very similar to the point that historians aren't sure if it's one guy or Who's two people. Or... Um, oh, interesting.
0: So, and I wanted a more satisfying story, marrying...
1: but yeah, that was the story that I liked the most.
0: What's the other? I'm well, really there was just curious. references to
1: him um, being able to perform miracles and opening like eyes of blind people. Um. Okay. Yeah, so all sorts of references to a Christian man in the 3rd century who was martyred for his faith.
0: Wow. Well, God bless this martyr who went before us. And um, yeah, you know, really, really interesting to see the variety of ways that uh, saints throughout history, you know, these people who've gone before us have had like really important missions Mm -hmm. that they were on and like really willing to go go full bore and put their lives on the line Mm -hmm. for it so
1: which is that in and of itself I feel like
0: is worth commemorating absolutely and And then very interesting
1: how through the years like with St. Patrick and Santa Claus like that it's been so watered down and distorted to be what our culture wants it to be which is a consumption holiday where you get to by flowers and candy, which I love. I mean, it's it's hard to knock it because I I do participate in it. Um, But it is a far stretch from, totally, totally. you know, commemorating the the day of that saint.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I like the fast forward through time that you're doing because I feel like it has (laughs) evolved a lot over the years. And like, you know, the, the Valentine's Day that I, you know, I feel like I grew up with was very... Um, you know, chocolate hearts mm-hmm. and um, those little uh candy hearts with the messages mm. on them. Mm-hmm.
1: Dove chocolate does that.
0: Were, well, I mean, there's that they have the wrapper, but yeah. then you remember those like hard candies.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah, Pure yeah. The sugar conversation that ones. had like a little stamp uh-huh. of like yes
0: L U V. They're so you, nasty you know, tasting, like, but so fun. To yeah, they're so with. disgusting. <laughs> they're they're like one of the worst candies. It's that like exists.
1: Peeps for Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's exactly it. It's like uh, I, I'm sorry if anybody out there loves peeps or loves these hard heart candies. Shop candy. They make me pretty hard hearted. <laughs> ba ding ching. So yeah, they're they're just not good. They're just so yeah. bad. They taste horrible. They do. Then but those Dove Dark Chocolate. Oh, um, those hearts? are the milk chocolate ones those are my are favorite. I love those.
1: So good. Yeah.
0: So um, yeah, but back in the day when I was a kid, uh the thing was you bring your printed Valentine's Day uh Valentine's and you have to bring one for every person in the class. And you know, it, it was like screwed up if you didn't bring one for everybody, but you just brought some for mm-hmm. specific individuals and um and then you go around and everybody had their own little mailbox set up on their desk and then you have to put it in the mailbox and whatever usually that's where you get a lot of those nasty hard-hearted candies (laughs) and um and uh like I, i uh remember like i had so many freaking like looney tunes themed valentine's day cards or you know power rangers themed or what have you ninja turtles themed and uh it was, it was super fun you know it's like just to i i think i was always a pretty sentimental kid so i would like definitely like read through every single valentine and try to be like okay so like what uh what did this person Aww. like add to the note like your you know yearbook. which one did they choose for me wait what
1: like a yearbook having everyone in class oh yes send your special message what does so and so Uh think about me
0: totally and you know like it was one of those few uh times where there was like you kind of I don't know I've, I've always had a probably inordinate uh desire to know what people think about me you know and I feel like this holiday super fed into that you know like oh, this is my chance to get a little peek ah, on some validation. where I am in uh in my class That's standing, funny. you know?
1: So how did that morph for you through the years into your dating life and singlehood? Oh,
0: oh man. So, yeah. So, um, man, you know, eventually in junior high high school like nobody's giving out valentine's anymore (laughs) maybe starting in like fifth or sixth grade like that's when there's only select people getting it from different people then um uh i think there was especially when i got to high school i would always um i almost like felt valentine's day coming and felt the desire to have a crush like extra um i don't know extra desired you know and then um, you know, I started like really dating in college and stuff. So I would have um, have people who were uh, you know the folks who uh, had a crush on or was dating or whatever. And like I said in that story, like especially that first Valentine's Day, I I didn't had a f- freaking clue. Like, what do you do? I'm supposed I to be romantic. At that point? Well, how old was uh-huh. I? Oh man, that was um, I think it was probably like twenty okay. or something like that. And um yeah, and that was when I was like figuring out how to date, period. Yeah. You know, like I like like we've discussed before, I I didn't like have dating figured out from the beginning mm-hmm. at all. You know, I wasn't. What you didn't? Everybody
1: dater. does. Everybody else What's does.
0: That? Oh yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> Everybody else. They've got it figured out, but I was, you know, late bloomer. Delayed. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. No one
0: has it figured out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's actually that's like a super Important myth to uh you know, to dismantle, which is like everybody else has this figured out and I don't Everyone else like, knows what to do. Yeah. Nobody does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. People just ask people, mm-hmm. what do you do? What should I do? And now you have Google. <laughs> Where should I go? What <laughs> exactly. should I buy?
0: Yeah, this was before <laughs> before you could watch a YouTube video about how to right. go on a Val You could have video. yelped yeah. that
1: restaurant.
0: Uh, exactly <laughs> like I I knew about this restaurant because I had driven by mm-hmm. it and I wanted to give it a shot oh, that's like the, the only way days. I knew about it
1: before you could read reviews pictures
0: yeah that didn't exist back it's then ready. it was just like, like oh that that Thai restaurant has like fish in the front of it <laughs> that like are swimming <laughs> that'd be a kind of cool thing to see you know like I bet it's nice that's... little did I know it was you know it was basically a playpen yeah. on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So.
1: One of my earliest Valentine's stories that was a myth. I was probably a sophomore in high school. And I don't know if you remember because I went the same high school. But uh, on Valentine's yeah. Day, people could like buy like carnations or whatever, roses to get sent to like the person's classroom, maybe to fund like yeah. journalism or something. And uh-huh. so I got this bouquet of flowers like this huge bouquet brought to me in class. And I was like so shocked. And then the note inside was like, I love you very much. And I was like, really? oh my gosh, somebody has a secret crush. Like this is the man of my dreams. And I was so excited. And uh-huh. I went home and I was telling my parents about it. And they were all like, you know, laughing and secretive. And I was like, you guys better not have been the ones to send me those flowers. And they didn't tell me, <laughs> but it they did. It was my dad. <laughs>
0: Oh my God.
1: Which is so sweet. Looking back, that's very kind. But to my yeah. like 15 year old girl heart, I was crushed.
0: Oh yeah, right. And oh my gosh, talk about like a bait and switch. Right, Dang. I was just waiting yeah. for that
1: guy to like show up by the bus at Who's the end of school admire? and exactly asking to be his Valentine.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, I, I'd completely forgotten that that was a thing back then. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And then as you, like, started kind of seriously dating and stuff, mm-hmm. how did Valentine's Day evolve for you?
1: Well, for me, because it's always been my favorite holiday, and I think I referenced this on the show before, I do, like, try to hype it up for the person that I'm dating. Like, this is mm. my favorite holiday. So, you know. Nice.
0: I I do the same thing with New Year's. I get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I like set the expectations high. Um, So my first Valentine's Day with a boyfriend, I think was that next year. um, And that guy had like come to my house and brought like all these presents and like took me to breakfast. And I think we did like lunch after school together. Um, And I similarly had gotten him like all these presents and he had no idea what I was talking about when I told him about like the childhood like mailboxes with all the notes. And he was like, I never had one of those. I don't know if that's a true story or if he went to a different type of school or it's just not very popular. But so I made him one of those like cardboard mailboxes and got the little Mm -hmm. cards and like wrote all these messages inside. So it was very sweet. So that like kept the bar high for my valentine's expectations and most boyfriends to follow did a really good job at at going way above and beyond one guy like made a picnic breakfast for me and took me out like on a cliff overlooking the ocean early in the morning it was yeah very wonderful
0: that's nuts well (laughs) i mean you you kind of fed like hey this is a big deal to me yes which i think is like a pretty smart strategy right like if you, if you want it to be a big deal, you, you need to like give people, people the clear remarks. message of, hey, this is important to me, yeah, you know? Totally. Yeah. It
1: was interesting, a holiday, with a, a Valentine's Day with my husband. I didn't, I mean, I, he knew it was like my favorite holiday, but I wasn't clear that growing up, my mom would have like presents in the morning. And I think most guys mm-hmm. had done something in the morning, like had picked me up to go to school or take me to work or something. And oh, interesting. I woke up and there was nothing. And I was so disappointed, which he didn't know. He had stuff planned for later, like in the evening, but I was like crushed, like the holiday is starting oh, off no. with no joy.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and that's such a like specific like kind of expectation. Right. And I don't you think know? I like, would
1: have realized it until it was missing. You know, and having yeah, right? that reaction and being so disappointed so i think you know we we highlight often being clear with communication and trying to share those expectations because he wouldn't have known and for me it would have meant so much to you know have that card or whatever in the morning
0: yeah and i'm sure if if he had known then he would have just been like oh yeah then i just give her the little gift first thing in the morning you know like (laughs) instead of later yeah
1: yeah we'll see what this next uh Friday
0: holds. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like we're recording a week before Valentine's Day, and and this is making me think, like, what do I? Right. To do <laughs> my life, right? Like, it's like, planning. okay, uh, yeah, it, it is like interesting. This is gonna be our first Valentine's Day, my first ever Valentine's Day as a married mm-hmm. man, you know. So that's fascinating, and uh, we're actually getting away. We're going on a little trip. Aww. We're gonna hop up to a place that has hot springs for two nights and just like lounge and lounge and have a good time and go wine tasting all this sort of stuff. So, so I'm super psyched on it and can't wait. Um but it is like a super different feeling mm-hmm. than any Valentine's Day ever before because I was never like you know even when I was dating, you know, I think we were engaged last Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um even when we were engaged and like, that's not what we did for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. I think we went and got a good meal, but that was it. You know, it's not like we can spend the night together. Right. <laughs> that sort of yeah, stuff. So change. that totally shifts expectations and kind of like the uh, the ceiling of what's possible with, uh, you know, the gift that is that day and how to make it romantic and impressive mm-hmm. and all these kinds of things. So, I'm
1: curious for you how yeah. it's transformed because you have shared on the show before how you... Mm-hmm. had spent valentine's day when you were single if you want to refresh our memories about that oh yeah
0: yeah oh man i'm i spent so many valentine's days single you know like i uh th- that is by far the norm in my life is to be single during valentine's day than to have anybody uh to to take out or anything and um i would say the kind of single valentine's day experience for me has shifted over time. So initially, um, I think initially I just didn't care because uh, I didn't care about romance and wasn't trying to make that happen. Um, so that was when I was pretty young and, but, but then as I like started getting to the point where I was like, man, I really wish I had somebody. And then I was single and alone on Valentine's day. Uh, you know, this is like another level of disappointment, right? Like expectations not being met and hopes that that aren't happening you know and I remember um yeah spending lots of valentine's days just kind of alone and mopey and moody and all that sort of thing and um yeah and kind of sad and then my my family checking in on me and you know me just want to be like leave me alone or whatever right and then uh i remember um one uh, it was like after college for me but uh we had i had this great group of friends all of us single on valentine's day and we're just like you know what let's hang out together that's what we need to do like this isn't we can be romantically alone (laughs) Together, <laughs> you know, and uh, my buddy, he was referring to it as the Lonely Hearts Brigade. Oh, ah, that's a really
1: uh, cute title,
0: yeah, right? Um, uh, I think it comes from something, but I don't know, maybe he completely made it up. And it, it was like such a good time, like, we and this is a story that i mentioned uh, on the show before, but um, yeah, that was probably the time when I realized like being single doesn't have to suck, mm-hmm. um, totally. it can actually be pretty phenomenal yeah. and uh, that was like the memory that i can draw on most to be like hey being single is a pretty great thing and um and so what we basically did was like we, we got together we had pizza we and we'd gone out we had a couple beers we went back to somebody's place and we watched a movie and you know it was just like such a funny time mm-hmm. like of like hey we're here and hanging out and it was guys and girls and you know we were together and laughing, and of course there was that little romantic tension of like, oh, I'm with, I am with single girls right now. Maybe, uh, you <laughs> know, am I interested in some of these people or not? Sure. And, um, that's where my mind went with it, at least. And, uh, yeah, but it was just like such a fun time, and definitely, uh, what I look back on to remember, like, um, and the big phrase that that has lingered with me in that is that there's no deficiency of intimacy Mm -hmm. in singleness Mm -hmm. and intimacy is available uh even on valentine's day when you're not connected romantically like intimacy is fully available to us
1: ended up taking a proactive approach because i think it's very easy to feel sorry for ourselves and just wallow in the lament um and yet, you know, Definitely. instead you guys are like, oh, why do that when we could get pizza and like laugh and watch a movie? I yeah. think some of my favorite Valentine's Days honestly have been single. And I've had a oh, yeah. lot of like Valentine's like Days where me and my single girlfriends <laughs> will like make yeah. heart-shaped pasta and like do a craft <laughs> or, you know, like still celebrate and decorate and things like that. But just be with each other. I think there's a nice ease to that where there isn't the pressure sometimes with dating you leave the night and it's like that's kind of exhausting because you're trying to like look good or act impressive or you know there's just like a energy to it that isn't Mm -hmm. always relaxing um pending how long you've been with somebody and i love with the Valentine's days it's like oh you can go in your yoga pants and eat yummy food and just laugh and those are some great memories
0: oh totally yeah and i mean when i think about that like i i don't know if there's like a a a dude's equivalent i wish there was a simple rose like,
1: times day
0: yeah bro in times day it just doesn't <laughs> ring in the same sort of way you know but I galentine's like your
1: brigade day one that you guys can take that the lonely hearts brigade yeah
0: the lonely hearts brigade is a co-ed affair you know um and uh, but yeah, Valentine's Day like so. There's like that. I mean, that just sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. And now like I, I feel like that's like every uh, that's like every marketing slogan for every rosé wine. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just like get it for your Galentine's Day. That's so funny. And,
1: uh... well, have you ever seen the movie Valentine's Day?
0: No. Okay. What is that?
1: Um, oh, it's one of those movies I'm... that's like a star-studded cast. I think, like, Ashton Kutcher's in it, and I feel like it's a lot of really... Taylor Swift is in it. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I probably can't remember who else. So it's,
0: but, like, the ensemble, like, dog pile of movie stars. Yes, and, and it's, like, you know, one of those cool.
1: movies where, like, it's a lot of different stories, and at the end they kind of, like, seem to have a connection. But it's a really good movie and that it shows all the different varieties of, like... The single, like Valentine's Day, and the people that are dating, and the people that feel pressure to like get engaged on that day, and yeah. I imagine there's a married couple somewhere in there, also. Uh, like, yeah, that's a great I bet. Valentine's light-hearted movie.
0: And like, it sounds like a good kind of movie for like connecting wherever you mm-hmm. are in it. You know, totally. That's cool. That's one of the things that we try to do on this show is like describe the range of experiences that you and I have had and that we've heard other people have that can just so that we know that you know everybody has is in their own place with all this stuff at any given point and it's and it's all welcome
1: yeah definitely yeah no I do appreciate that and I think there's something to be said first as we're talking like being able to make the day what you want it to be. I think for me, Mm. that's what's always kept Valentine's Day to be my favorite is a lot of it has been what I want it to be. I want to paint my nails red or have like a special pink, you know, outfit. And if I'm not dating, then making sure I have friends with a girlfriend or something so that it's still my day to celebrate. It's still my day to have fun and be a little goofy and lean into the cheese of life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. And you know, like cheese of life. I like that phrase <laughs> because you know, we gotta find delight and somewhere. May as well be in like the cheesy pink, you know, hallmarkness of uh of Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Like let's just lean into it. That's um that's my I, commission to of,
1: everyone for today. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it makes me think, um, you know, as as we're releasing this episode on Valentine's Day, right? Maybe some folks are listening to it on Valentine's Day, and as we're describing all this, like uh, perhaps they are single and um, you know, and feel lonely. So I just, you know, if if that's you in the situation, or you're listening this few days after or something, like bless you, you're you're wonderful. You're just like. I I just bless you with like fulfillment and intimacy and connection to God and you know the energy to to love your friends and all these kinds of things on this day because um you know Valentine's Day though it is a celebration of of love there's lots of kinds of love out there mm-hmm. and uh and you got some of it mm-hmm. so um so yeah if anybody out there is listening that's just a quick little blessing for mm-hmm.
1: you absolutely when I was uh, preparing for this talk. I was looking through um, Desiring God's website on Valentine's Day just to see what the wise John Piper's crew thinks of the holiday. There were some really good articles, some for singles, and a lot of it was like how to redeem the holiday and to remember that all life is like reference to Christ. And the Mm. best thing that I read was that like if if life is all symbols and sacrament then it points to something and it all hmm. ultimately like points to Jesus so being able to connect with God in the love and romantic space and like what who yeah. is God as a as a romantic
0: hmm hmm interesting so with that question who is God as as a romantic, like, uh, I mean, what does that mean? Like, I, I don't think I fully understand that question. What did What did that article say, or what do you think about it? Well,
1: I mean, it, like, references like Song of Solomon and just being able to understand, like, God's heart and the mm. fact that, like, Jesus himself, like, is the author of romance and Jesus was single, mm. and so how can you still connect with God in that space, knowing that God can you know romance you i remember being like young and you know a teenage christian girl and there was a lot of like i'm dating jesus and there's a huge cheese you know factor to that
0: maximum cheese on that one yeah
1: (laughs) but there's also some sweetness where you know i had girlfriends that would like go on dates with jesus and it would just be them and this kind of contemplative space if you look back on it now yeah uh, where they were Mm -hmm. really uh aware of god and the spirit being with them and trying to That's good. actually have like a tangible relationship
0: jesus is a person mm-hmm. that we love and he loves us mm-hmm. you know like and it, it might be a different kind of shape of that than uh you know i have with my wife but at the same time like that love is for reals like a thing it's a real actual thing Mm -hmm. so
1: well and all of that love is supposed to point us to something you know and I, I don't think we know what that looks like yet but marriage is supposed to point to our union with God on the other side of eternity and so realizing that like even that love you have with your wife says something about your relationship with God
0: yeah yeah absolutely and I've definitely
1: prayed that like you know God will you romance me and had, you know, cool experiences where there would be like a flower somewhere or, you know, just little things mm. where I felt like God was with me and talking to me and using symbols throughout the day and sometimes people to reach out and to love on me. And I felt like, yeah, God was wow. showing me his, his kindness And once I had prayed for that and such a silly thing. But I went to Trader Joe's and it was I think during winter time and there was this tea that I love that was seasonal and it was nowhere in the tea section. And I was walking around and hmm. I was praying like, Lord, it's just important to me to have that tea today. And to like <laughs> go home, I think it was some like vanilla black tea. And um, mm-hmm. and I was like walking while I was praying to like the t- cans of tuna. And there was a box on top of the can of tuna of that tea. Oh my and gosh. I was like out loud, I was like, thanks God. Like that just felt like such a sweet present, you know, like in That's that cool. moment. There was the fulfillment of my prayer wow. and I think as silly as it can be, yeah. God you know can set the stage for some of those things to happen.
0: Yeah, that is so cool and I I think man that's that's such a great example of what relating to God can look like. Um, and I think maybe the sort of thing that that sometimes we at least I am really reticent to ask. For those kinds of things but I just think it shows something about the sort of openness and intimacy that you have with God that it can be in the very simple oh. daily things and like God I would just really like this <laughs> you know and and then he surprises mm-hmm. you so how how great mm-hmm. and that seems like a, a joyful way and connecting way to walk through life so I like that and that's that's an encouragement for me and hopefully for all of us oh, yeah Well, Candice, we are about at time, so I don't know, any final thoughts for me or for our listeners?
1: I just hope that for those of you listening on Valentine's Day and for Matt and myself, just to have fresh eyes going into the holiday. And I think that sometimes there's baggage coming into days like this or old wounds, memories that come up and... To just see the joy in it, to be able to mm-hmm. make for it a day of delight and joy, whatever that looks like for you.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I similarly would just encourage people like um, that. There doesn't this doesn't have to be a holiday that is focused on lack. You know, it can be focused on abundance, and um, that's something that God, you know, lavishes on us this abundant life and. Uh, even if you know your your boyfriend or girlfriends not showing up as you would hope, or your um, you're single or you know your husband or wife's not showing up as you hope, like the lack might actually be uh, also an invitation just to find intimacy with God mm-hmm. and do similar to, to what Candace did and just like, God, will you take care of this lack? Like this is a place where I feel like there's something missing, but what what do you want to mm-hmm. do here? And uh, keep open to that possibility. So, yeah, and um, yeah, thanks, Candice. I, I appreciate it. especially like you informing me about Saint Valentine, <laughs> and you know that's a I wish it was more
1: concrete. I was yeah. If a listener out there knows a deeper story or how, I'd love to get an email and hear what what you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. And yeah, if this uh, if this episode connected with you and you have something to say, we love getting messages from people and uh people encouraging us with the show and you know i've i've been getting some messages that have just like really touched my heart as people are like saying hey when you said this this was meaningful and um and it just you yeah, know that that just fills our love tank you know <laughs> it just it feels nice yeah. and if you ever have thoughts about like uh, other things in the show we'd, we'd love to hear about it and just be connected mm-hmm. to you so
1: yeah
0: um you can do all of that on datology.org which is our website and um you can also reach out to us over instagram or facebook and uh lastly uh we are open to taking um people's generous donations um if you find that the show is something that's serving you well in your life uh we'd ask you just to donate to uh the cause so that we can cover costs of like hosting the show, hosting the podcast, hosting our website, that kind of thing and um you know it's not like we're making money on this thing. So this is a labor of love, but if you want to just help cover some of the costs of that that'd be awesome.
1: Yep, and a special shout out to Joey our sound engineer has been doing an incredible job. We really appreciate your yeah. voluntary work and stepping up as just a regular listener and saying like hey i think i can help out it's been huge yes. blessing
0: joey what a man <laughs> all right well that's it everybody all right. hope you all have a wonderful valentine's Thank day you. and days to follow
1: happy valentine's day
0: bye buddy. I-